Hello and welcome to the third episode of The Teal Catch-Up. My name is Edward Rice and I'm one of your hosts for today. I am joined today by... Myself, Harrison Dudley. And Andrew Cox. Good to have you back, Andrew. How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good, Eddie. I that's, think I'm over the worst of it. That's so, yeah. pretty good. We had a little bit of a hiatus from the podcast, a, a week break, mm. uh, which gave Andrew some time to recover. So we've got him back back now on the show and I'm very excited to be back here with you mm. guys. Works better with all three of us, the back. dynamic. I think it does. It's a fantastic dynamic. So Andrew's going to kick us off today by talking about the Wanganui exchange and also about his COVID experience. Take it away, Andrew. Thank you, Eddie. Yeah, the Wanganui collegiate fixture is one of the biggest of the year for the school. Um, both St. Matt's and Rathgill students travelled up to Wanganui to face them in all sports. How did you find it, Harrison? Well, I travelled up with a football team like yourself on the bus, which was good. We left at 8.30, whereas a bunch of other teams left at like 7.30. Mm. Um, Bit of extra sleep. Yeah. Uh, nah, but the day was pretty good. Um, it was pretty like rushed die, I found. Like we got there and immediately had to start getting changed and warming up. And yeah, yeah we, it wasn't as... I remember in year nine when I went, it was um, a bit more structured, but I guess just, that's just how things go, yeah. especially with what we're in with COVID and all that. I mean, there were already teams playing and exactly, when, yeah. we, when we arrived, so it was good to watch some of them and then yeah. start our warm-up. Yeah. Um, some good results for Rathkeel. Yeah, we I think we, we won overall five games to one Yeah. with the football taking out both, the hockey taking out both, and the rugby taking out one in the yeah. first... 15, that's losing. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know that the first 15 had some injuries and people that weren't part of the team. I think I heard that they had like eight people out, but yeah. yeah that's always yeah, tough. It, it makes it very difficult. So what was the score for the uh, first 11 football? The first 11 football was 4-1 to Rathgill yep. with goals from Brendan, um, James Wilkinson, Liam Gale and Gareth Weber. Yeah. Wow, that's fantastic. No goal from you, Harrison. Nah, man. Oh, what happened? Just didn't score, you know. Oh, Shooting wasn't on form. Goes, yeah, yeah. That's, mm. that's no good. Yeah, we're yep. wanting to to pick that up for the next week, though. Yeah, we've got tomorrow on the Saturday, um, a really really big game for the Rathgill First Eleven um, against St Pat's Silverstream, and if we win, we go to the national tournament, which is like the highlight of the year yeah. always for school. Biggest game of the year by far for yeah. us. So, um, but we're on good form. Two wins in a row. Yeah, it was difficult without Cam and Neil both being away. Yeah. Some good leadership from Oscar Cooper and Oscar Boyce to get the trainings going and subs. Rolling. Yeah. yeah. Everyone got minutes. Um, yeah. It was good to see. Good yeah. game from us. A little bit disappointed with the fixture. I'm part of the Rathkill Debate debating team. team. Yeah. The mighty Rathkill debating team. Yeah. And we were supposed to be going on the fixture, but um, last minute it had to be canned due to a few uh, unfortunate circumstances. One of them being that our uh, coach was sick with the flu. Also, which isn't good, but also uh, we had a bit of a, a struggle getting the team together. Numbers are a little bit short at the moment. So if anyone listening to the podcast is a student of Rathkill College and is interesting, interested in debating, make sure to reach out to me or uh, Miss Walker as well. It's an extremely competitive sport as well. It, it is. Yeah, it's um, Yeah, we, we have a high level of debating at Rathkill. But How do you generally um, fare against other schools? Yeah, so the most uh, of our, the debates that we've done in recent years have been over in the Wellington Prem B competition, Ooh. which is a quite quite a competitive uh, quite a competitive competition. Right. Most of the debates take place out at Wellington College, so we go on a van in the evenings out there and uh, put up a good show. Uh, it, it's 
we have had better runs in the past. Uh, we lost a couple of good debaters in the last couple of years. Not uh, lost as they did lost because they <laughs> yeah. left the school. They, yeah. f- they finished uh, Rathgill. So that was uh, the uh, the mighty Islin Beck and, and, and Beck. Anthony Voice. Uh, but we're definitely looking for more talent. So if you are interested at all, uh, make sure to give us a shout. Absolutely. All right. So COVID, Andrew. Ooh, How COVID, was that? COVID was both good and bad for me. It was the good. first The first two days were probably worse than I expected. Um, I was really expecting just a bit of a common cold, maybe yeah. slightly worse than that. But it was two da- oh, It was actually three days of just in bed and doing absolutely nothing. And then after that, the rest was just isolation, isolation yeah. and just really boring. God, yeah. that, that's a bummer. When I had it, it was... Um, it was quite mild. Like I've had a I've had a cold the last couple of weeks just with the, the flu going around, and the COVID wasn't any worse than than this at all. Yeah. If anything, it might have hit me a little bit lighter than the than the flu. Uh, so it's interesting that it that it hit you bad. It, is there any way we know what strain we've caught? Um, yeah, nah, it might not. be, but I'm not because I'm aware of that. I don't know. Is it still just Omicron in New Zealand, or is the Delta? Going around the community as well. well. What, did you guys get both get rat tests? Yeah, yeah. That doesn't say yeah. no, just, no. The, the rat just test positive just says negative. positive or negative. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, yeah. In that in that case, yeah, yeah, no. Were you the first in your family to get it, Andrew? Um, at our household, yes. But my both my older brothers in um, Wellington and Dunedin yeah. both caught it before me, okay. and they got like and really were hard. Were you in contact it. with them at all? Or um, yeah, you, yeah. They um, from one one of my brothers in Dunedin, he caught it just before one of his um, kickboxing fights and um, got hit really hard by that into hospital. Um, by, by COVID, not, not getting kicked. <laughs> oh, by COVID, yeah, no chance. <laughs> no chance by the other guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I actually didn't contaminate anyone in my family. Um, That's good. So you stayed to your room? Somehow. Well, for the, first, for the first few days I did, and then I tested negative a few times and then was in and amongst them and then tested positive again, which wasn't great. So uh, what's the, what's the isolation period now? Because I know that was changed a lot recently. I, I have no idea. I believe it's just seven days. Right? Okay, uh, only seven. And days. then yeah. you're back. Yeah, um, and, and and you only have to isolate if you've caught it or yeah. a household yeah. contact. Yeah. I think if you've caught it. Yeah, because um, that close contact business was quite a bummer for a while. Mm-hmm. I had to stay off stay off school. Got the full process as a as a close contact initially, yeah. and then had to go back, and then was off again as a household contact and then yeah. tested positive on the very last day of my isolation. So I had to stay for another mm. week, which was yeah. truly the, unfortunate. The, um, the thing I found most difficult about it was actually returning to sports because oh, yeah. you just, you know, have no energy and, um, yeah. well, not pretty much not moving for six days. It yeah, so, so how, how did you feel back. with that? Was it just a lack of energy were the symptoms for you? Mainly, mainly lack of energy. Um, obviously, like, my muscles were really sore and all that. Um, the first training, I mean, 20 minutes in, I was pretty much dead, which Grasping. was great. And that was that was coming into a big game against Scots for the, for the first 11. Yeah. Um, so I was really not sure how that was going to work, but it ended up being pretty good. And now I feel like I'm completely back, ready for the big game on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting because I remember when I was first um, first got back into sport i can't remember if it was a pre-season training or a trial or something it was but, a trial uh, wasn't it yeah it might yeah. have been and it was just a really bad tightness in my chest like 
the energy thing, it's hard to tell whether you're just unfit or <laughs> or actually yeah, um, no. have COVID symptoms. But the t- tightness in the like the centre of my chest was definitely something that that hit me. All right, I and think we're gonna go to a quick ad break now, and then uh, we will resume. Westwood Property Group is YAPA's leading property developer with a number of projects currently on the go, including the Barracks, Solway Country Estate, the Williams Estate, along with our industrial site, the Solway Trade Park. But did you know we also do commercial developments? Are you looking for a new location for your business? We currently have four brand new commercial spaces available next to the, hunting, to the new hunting and fishing site on Namatawa Road, with a large car park for your customers and generous store and office space available. Call us now to discuss your needs. Phone 0800 Westwood today. And we are back. Thank you for the sponsorship. Yeah, no problem, Harrison. mate. No problem. Fantastic. Now, for this second portion of the podcast, we are joined by special guest star, Liam Gale. Star. Hello. Uh, nice to have you here, Liam. How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling great. It's just so good to be on the 32nd rated podcast in of New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah, mate. yeah no, it's that's it, a fact. It, it's it's great to have you great to have you here and um big monument in your life if I'm being honest. It, it is. Really part this of is this. going on the resume. This, yeah. yeah, this yeah. Is up there. Um so where did you hear about us from, Liam? Um you know, <laughs> just 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 around just around the school. Yeah, all the hype, all the hype going around. Yeah, it certainly uh, took off faster than we ever thought possible mm, for sure all right so 100%. we're gonna go into a quick current events segment now and we're gonna get some opinions on some of these issues from a new voice uh, yeah from liam and 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 from the regular hosts mm, so sure. first of all we are looking at the johnny depp and amber heard defamation trial so this ended about a week ago now uh but obviously because we haven't been had an episode last week. We didn't get a chance to talk about it. And I think it's been a massive social issue that's yeah. been talked about a lot. So I'll give you a quick rundown of basically the gist of, w- of what the case was. So uh, Mr. Depp and Miss Hurd were in a relationship uh, up until I think about 2016. Yeah. And the relationship didn't end in a very positive way. Uh, and basically... It was all about this. This case was all about an op-ed article that was published by Miss Hurd, where she labelled Mr. Depp many obscenities, including a wife beater and 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 other things. And due to these very serious allegations, uh, Mr. Hurd lost almost every uh, major movie role he had. And at the time, he was one of the biggest stars in Hollywood, so it was quite terrible to have that. But Basically, this case was Depp suing um, Miss Heard for damages basically caused by, by her article. And it was a chance for him to prove his innocence. And uh, she has been found guilty. So what, are you, what have you guys heard about this case? I actually didn't realize that he was the one that initiated the court case. Yeah, so the, he was initially sued a couple of years ago in the UK and... That case, I, I I believe he won, but that wasn't to do with this article she no. she um published. So this was him basically uh, getting a chance to clear his name. Uh, so the jury has awarded Depp ten million dollars uh, U.S. dollars in damages and five million in uh, punitive damages. So the ten million comp- uh, compensatory and five in punitive. So that's fifteen in total. Mm. 
Because the original sue was for 50 million. 50 million, but... While, while Amber countersued for 100 million. Yeah, right? so uh, I think what you find in these um, court cases in the States, they sue for massive amounts of money that obviously the people can't pay, but it's more just the, the principal. Because uh, Miss Heard, I've heard she's got a net worth currently of about $2 million, so she's going to struggle to pay Johnny the 15. Liam, have you heard about this case? And what do you know? <laughs> Yeah, I have heard about it. Um, I'm just interested to see what happens to Amber Heard now if she's going to get kicked off Aquaman 2. I heard that while the case was ongoing, her role was being reduced uh, to just a few scenes, but I have heard that she's now completely out of the film. I don't know if that's true or not. but Yeah, because obviously Depp got all of his roles taken away from him when you know she posted this article. Surely, does that mean... She gets the same treatment, or well, I, I think it. I think it, she certainly sh- should do. Um, but we'll we'll see how that turns out. I'm looking forward to see to seeing Johnny back on the screen now. Uh, I've I enjoyed his roles in films mm, such as uh, uh, the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. So I hope that, I hope yeah. we just see on more that. Yet. If if a new Pirates of the Caribbean was released and he wasn't casted as Jack Sparrow, yep, would you watch it? No. I, I think I would watch it, but it just there's no chance it'd be the same. No, like he's uh, so I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even see it. Uh, no, he was asked during the case if Disney were to offer him a large sum of money, would he ever go back to the role? And he's, uh, he basically said because of all the um, the way he's been treated by the companies, he he just mm. wouldn't be interested at, at all. Right. But I have heard they are looking at making another Pirates yeah. film. But I just do not see it getting the same viewership. I when I think of Pirates of the yeah, Caribbean, no I think of Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah, oh, without a doubt. And you know he he created that character, and I think it, it's you know it's it's part of him and his identity. Mm. So what what do you guys what do you guys think? Do you think it was Amber Heard? She was guilty, or do you agree with the decision? Yeah, uh, I, I agree with the decision. I I'd say I, I I do as well. I followed a bit of the case, uh, obviously. It was running for a quite a long time, yeah. a few weeks, and it was during class time, so I didn't didn't get to see all of it. But from the clips I've seen, uh, I believe the the jury certainly reached the the right verdict, and I'm pretty sure it was seven on the jury, and they voted unanimously. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So there like doesn't there the doesn't seem to be much con- contention. Although the funny thing is, the day after the uh, jury actually made their decision, uh, Miss Heard's lawyer appeared on a few morning. Uh, breakfast shows. Oh my word! Yeah. And I, I think it was it was quite pathetic. Just uh, dug herself deep. Well, right. Yeah, like speaking about pathetic, she also tweeted like yeah. a mm. like a just bitter paragraph on why she thinks it's just stupid that she lost and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think I think a lawyer should understand the way the justice the justice system works and should you know yeah agreed uphold the uh, the decision made by the jury and and I, I believe Amber's looking to contest the results but i don't think she'll yeah, have, she'll I, have any I've grounds to to do that uh yeah it's not not a good thing at all all right we're ready to move on to the next yeah. interesting article absolutely so this is all about the queen's platinum jubilee uh for those of you who don't know what that is it is the 70th anniversary of the queen uh queen elizabeth ii being in power uh in her role as the queen so she is the first uh, monarch in history to reach the the platinum milestone, and I think it's very important that we have Liam here today because 
Liam is a born and bred Englishman. Uh, so, so I'm sure he's a massive fan of the monarchy. So uh, we're, we're going to have a little bit of a discussion about uh, how we, what role we think the monarchy will play in the future and whether, whether it's here to stay. But let's just get Liam's, Liam's thoughts on the celebrations over the last weekend. Um, yeah, it must have been crazy there because I remember I was there in the UK for her 60th anniversary and it was wild and really yeah it was crazy really um, like on the streets and stuff just like around the, just, the country uh, yeah it was just crazy everyone we were all doing stuff around this because that was i'm pretty sure that's the that would have been the diamond i think oh, yes okay. yeah that sounds and about so, right so um yeah like it was it was really cool just lots of stuff happened around that and here we are 10 years so, later so would you yeah. find that the general consensus over there in the uk is like that the people are big fans of the monarchy. You would have been only six Still. then, though, or something. Eh? I mean, I don't know if I was old enough to yeah. really get a grasp of what people were thinking. But it's, it surely looking is, at it now, you it can definitely is a big. You know, it's it's really a big part of the culture yeah. there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Because when we compare it to other countries, it does seem a bit archaic the system. But if the people are in favour of keeping it around and they yeah. like it, and it gives. Uh, Especially young people, a, a a good person to look look up to and a steady hand at the at the wheel. I, I don't have any problem with it staying around. What do you think, Andrew? Yeah, I agree. Like, I mean, putting aside the celebrations, like how crazy is that? Like seventy years in power. That's just that's unbelievable. Like that just doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, she's certainly got the best healthcare in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Using the Absolutely, the yeah. British taxpayers' money to to keep her alive. <laughs> uh, we'll see how much. Longer it lasts. Hope, hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get to the the ninety or hundred year anniversary. What did we get up to on the Monday? A week holiday. What did we get up to on the Monday, the day we had off? Oh, I can't even remember now. I probably spent a lot of time in bed. I think I was the same. Yeah, bit chill day. Mm. Played some golf on Sunday with uh, some friends. Oh yeah, that was that was very interesting. With that actually, was everyone here actually yeah. it was all us four. Very very entertaining. Yep. <laughs> all right, so. We're going to take a, another quick ad break now and then we will resume with Harrison taking over. Are you in need of new tech products? Well, Everything Tech NZ is the place for you. Visit everythingtech.co.nz to get the biggest range of incredible lighting, uh, charging cables, ca- phone cases and much, much more. Once again, that is everythingtech.co.nz. We have special sales going on right now and free shipping on all orders. Thanks for that, Eddie. That was great to hear, man. Oh, um, you're welcome, Harrison. Um, how has it actually been going? Because it's it's actually a really cool idea. Mm. Uh, not many people do. Yeah. yeah, so it kicked off a little bit slow. I think it was very early this year. Uh, I haven't... I, I've spent nearly nothing on advertising, but... It's been growing quite quite a bit recently and we've had lots of people interested. I think some of the most popular products at the moment on the store are the LED light strips and yeah. uh, in the summertime the, the cooling fans as well were, were quite popular and phone charging cables are also always a big one. Yeah, It's more of a side hustle for you, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. My, my main business is a, a wedding videography and photography yeah. business but uh, this is a, it's a little passion project on mm. the side. Would you recommend more people our age getting into stuff like this as long as you're not competition 
you know yeah. <laughs> no, no problem with it uh just yeah don't sell tech <laughs> yeah and it, if you need help else. with uh, setting up a business go to eddie but if you're talking about cameras and tech and stuff maybe just you know avoid him because he might set you on the wrong track is that right <laughs> eddie uh, yeah. Very good, very good, Harrison. All right, <laughs> what have you got for us? Uh, right, so on the topic of Eddie Rice loving things, he also loves the school lunches. Is that right, Eddie? I don't know where you heard that from, but oh, oh yeah. is that is that the yeah. case? Mm. Oh well, so on the yeah, so just on on school lunches, I think recently, and I'm not sure what you guys think, but I think the school lunches recently have actually gotten a lot better since I've been here. In what they've, way? They've certainly changed. Yeah, that for sure. I, yeah. Um. Well. Like, for example, there's been a bit more variety. Like, I can even say today that I've never, ever been at a stage where I can go to the salad bar and get crouton. Oh, what are they called again? Yeah, I think, I think yeah. Yeah. That is definitely true. Whether the quality has improved that mm. that much. Yeah, so t- today's lunch was a lasagna. I sat with Liam today. Oh, no, it was a cottage pie. I think. It was cottage a pie. cottage yeah. pie. It was okay. indeed. So, that's interesting. Because I got told it was a lasagna. By the, it, by the it, stuff. And it definitely was not a lasagna. Well, I can tell you for free that it said cottage pie in front of uh, it. Very interesting. Some I, cheese I, I was going to say, mince. where is the pasta if it's a lasagna? You know, mm. it's just, it's, it, was, it wasn't there. Mm. Liam, how did you enjoy the lunch? Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. I like how they're changing it up. We're getting, yeah, so. you know, you don't know what's coming before. I'd say in year nine, and year ten, you could probably plan out the yeah the weekly lunch. schedule. Yeah, you could just you could predict what was going to happen. But yeah, for sure. Like we had yesterday, pretty, chicken and pretty. Yeah, yeah that was. Stuff. I really yeah. enjoyed that one actually. That was pretty good. Yeah. So what's your what's your favorite lunch you've had ever at Rathkill? How, so have we ever had pizza for lunch? Or is that usually no? no it's not, not the case. So no, no. Okay, so it's not that good. No. Yeah. So I think I'd go. We must have had chicken burgers. That's that's right, eh? Chicken, We've had burgers, chicken burgers. I think I like there. chicken burgers. That's quite good. They're we all haven't right. had them in, we haven't had those in such a long uh, time. Yeah. Which is yeah. very upsetting. Yeah, they're so good. And then chicken tenders, they're always good. Mm. I, I, don't, I don't mind when we get the mince pies occasionally. Or potato top pies mm. we got once. That was... Mm, never that was had potato top before. pies, I would say, are better than the mince yeah. pies. Yeah, but, well, um, yeah definitely. I, I, I think the key to making the pies taste good here is you just lather them in gravy. Gravy and sauce and you just put it all together and it's... Yeah. It's a big mess. But well, what I usually do is, tasty. is just... I try to put the sriracha on, but you know, I haven't... There's been no, none there recently. Yeah. I've just got rid of no, it. I thought the sriracha could... Could disguise the the taste today, exactly, but, but alas, no sriracha. Yeah, unfortunately, it's almost like a tradition before the kill catch up films, you know. Eddie Rice and his sriracha, but we haven't yes. been able to. I know it, it's truly devastating. Mm. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Liam? You eat some sriracha sauce on your no, on your food? no that's no, not Liam for me. I'm afraid. I'm not. Oh, that's right. Wizard. Yeah, he's got the the taste buds of a of a something. Something that does not handle spice. Yeah. <laughs> nice one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> looks like the future for the Rathgill food is looking bright. You know? Yeah, it's get, it's it's looking much better. Um, Liam, cottage pie today. That's usually a bit of a British meal. Am I am I mis- is that right? That's right, eh? Yeah. 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 So yeah, if you're gonna, yeah, I I don't know if I would actually call that a cottage pie. Yeah. yeah I don't really. There yeah. wasn't really much potato there. There there was an Only effort made. There was an effort. Yeah. And that's all that matters, isn't it? Yeah. The effort. Yeah. It sucks yeah. sometimes. Mm. Yeah. All right. Anything else, Harrison, today? Um, okay, what about this? This is an interesting question. If you could add one thing to the lunch, like, you know, you could say it could be a dessert, it could be a sauce, it 
could be another type of seasoning. Could be a, a meat. You know, you, you get the gist. What would you add to the lunch so that it was always there for as a selection every single day? Oh my lord. That yeah. is a difficult one. Yeah. Mm. Drinks, are they on the table? Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'll give you I'll give you that. So like you can say Peach yep. iced tea. Peach with, iced tea. Lipton. Lipton. Ice. Lipton tea. or Fuse. Okay. Ooh. I think you know what I would say? I would say I would like always, every single day, for there to be a side of Nando's chips. Wow, that is very specific. Yeah, so that you always get hot chips. Like, they're, they're always nice. an option. I thought we were talking about reasonable things. No, yeah. 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 no come on, lad. I, I, I think they could probably handle peach iced tea, but Nando's chips. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, no, sorry. Not Nando's chips, but maybe let's just say hot hot chips, hot with, chips. with some seasoning, hot like chips. some chicken salt. Chicken salt. I, I think chicken peri-peri. salt chips would go down really well. Yeah. I think the most depressing thing in lunch is when you turn up and you don't get a fork. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I've had that happen I don't think trying forks to eat are spaghetti with a spoon you know. doesn't really work. Surely Rathkill can, can fit another fork in the budget for a student. Yeah. 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 What do you think, Liam? Yeah, we need more forks. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, well, spoons, well spoons can do the job, let's be real, but yeah. it's nice having a set of fork and knife, you know. Proper utensils. Yeah. Just just makes it easier. Yeah. All right. I think that concludes uh, this third episode of the Teal Catch-Up today. Mm-hmm. I'd just mm-hmm. like to say a special thank you to our sponsors, Everything Tech and Westwood Property Group, as well as <laughs> a special thank you for to sure. Liam Gale for joining us in our it's second part of the segment today. Uh, we may have you back in the future. Maybe we'll see. Maybe, yeah, yeah. you, you were an on. okay guest. Yeah, okay. Um, we are looking for some you know, more interesting ones. Yeah, yeah. But thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time on the Kiln Catch Up.